family. I am so excited that you tuned in. But before we even get into anything, I have to say, I have been humbly and divinely corrected. Okay, so uh, the first time I shared Maccabees, first Maccabees chapter one, I had um, said something that was just a little bit off. Okay, so I praise Yahuwah for bringing that to my attention and giving me this opportunity to correct it. Okay, you guys, so I'm back and I found what I was looking for. Okay, so I'm going to be reading to you guys from uh, 1 Maccabees. And if you are wondering what Maccabees is, what is 1 Maccabees? 1 Maccabees is one of the books um, that was removed from the Bible once... um, Jerusalem was trampled on once Israel was trampled on and uh, there were other rulers other than the rulers that were native to the land of Israel. Once they came into power, okay, they decided on what books would be read, on what books would be studied, um, on what what traditions would be adhered to. I mean, you know, they just, they, they did a, a, a great work. They did a great, mighty, terrible work, but it was, uh, it was the will of Yahuwah because no one could do anything, um, apart from what he wills and what he allows. Okay. There was a reason for it. Okay. Hallelujah. But the truth is going forward and the people of Yahuwah are, are being, uh, forgiven and being made whole and being, uh, washed clean and coming out of Babylonian customs and Romanism and Christianity even hallelujah. So I'm so thankful for the books that are, are being made available to us now. And, and, um, with no further ado, I'm going to share one Maccabees. And it happened after that Alexander, son of Philip, the Macedonian, who came out of the land of Chittim, uh, guys, another name for Chittim is Edom, okay, came out of the land of Chittim, had smitten Darius, king of the Persians and the Medes, that he reigned in his stead, the first over Greece. Read Ajay 2. And made many wars and won many strongholds and slew the kings of the earth. Joshua read 3. And what and went through the ends of the earth and took spoils of many nations insomuch in that the earth was quiet before him where whereupon he was exiled Exalted. Exalted. And his heart was lifted up. Okay, do you know what that means? He was exalted and his heart was lifted up? That he was was higher than most people? Full of pride. Okay. Full of himself. He he felt um, undefeatable. Okay. They said, you know, he had won many wars, right? And he gathered a mighty strong host and ruled over countries and nations and kings who became tributaries unto him. And after these things, he fell sick 
and perceived that he should die. Wherefore he called his servants, such as were honorable, and had been brought up from him, been, I'm sorry, had been brought up with him from his youth, and parted his kingdom among them while he was yet alive. So he split up his kingdom amongst his friends, the people that he grew up with. So Alexander reigned 12 years and then died. And his servants bear rule, everyone in his place. And after his death, they all put crowns upon themselves. So did their sons after them many years. And evils were multiplied in the earth. Azariah 10. And there came out of them a wicked root unto Antiochus. Antiochus. Surnamed. Surnamed. Ephenaz. Ephenaz. Son of Antiochus. Antiochus? Mm -hmm, I guess so. The king. Let's let's try it. Antiochus. Okay, Antiochus, Antiochus, the king. Antiochus. We struggling with these names, y'all. We ain't used to these names, okay? And all of that getting, get understanding and try pronunciation too. Okay, continue. Antiochus the king, who had been a hostage at Rome, and he reigned reigned in the hundred and thirty and seven year of the kingdom of Greek of the Greeks. Joshua number eleven. <clears throat> in those days, went through, went, went through, went there. My bad. Out of Israel, wicked. Start men. over. Okay. In those days went there out of Israel wicked men who persuaded many, saying, many, saying, let let us go and make a covenant covenant with the heart, with with the heathen that are round about us. For since we have, for since we departed from them, we, we have had such much sorrow. So, here's something that I need you guys to pay attention to, okay? Verse 11. 1 Maccabees, verse 11. In those days went there out of Israel wicked men who persuaded many, saying, Let us go and make a covenant with the heathen that are round about us. For since we departed from them, we have had much sorrow. This device pleased them well. Then certain of the people were so forward herein that they went to the king who gave them license to do after the the ordinances of the heathen. So now they had permission to behave as the heathen did, to worship as they did. Okay, they came into covenant and ate as they did. They no longer revered the holy things of Yahuwah, clearly. Okay, whereupon they built a place of exercise at Jerusalem, according to the custom of the heathens, and made themselves uncircumcised and forsook the holy covenant and joined themselves to the heathen and were sold to do much much mischief. That is nothing different than what we see today. I need you guys to understand that this right here is the beginning of Christianity. This was removed from the Bible, okay, through the, through the canonization of the Bible, 
okay, at the Council of, of Laodicea, Laodicea, okay, there was a reason for this. They came together and deemed it uh, appropriate or necessary to remove this right here, what I'm reading to you right now, out of the Bible. Why? Because maybe you would have repented. And when I say you, I mean, you know, our forefathers, had they seen this, maybe they would have repented and relented and went back to Yahuwah. These things, these things were removed. There was a strong delusion set forward. There was a type of drunkenness, a blindness that was ordained by Yahuwah because of the wickedness of their hearts. Does it not say here that there was a, a certain wicked in verse 11, it said in those days, there went out of Israel, wicked men who persuaded many saying, let us go and make a covenant with the heathen. There are many of us today still in covenant with the heathen continuously year after year, celebrating pagan practices, things that I can show you guys in proof in doctrine, in scripture, through, through various other forms of literature, that these, these customs, these holidays, these traditions are pagan in their origin. But you are in a covenant with the heathen and you cannot see because Yahuwah is still allowing you to be blind. But let me say this today to those of you that are listening right here and right now. And are, are, are beginning to receive this. And, and for those of you that are seeing this as true, as true word, it is because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Yahuwah. Hallelujah. So that means that he himself is opening your eyes to see this truth. That you see that there was a, there was a reason and a season that these things were moved out of the Bible. Did he not tell the prophet Daniel to seal these things up until the end. Hmm. Let us go. Let us continue. We're army. Okay. So they were given a license to practice. It says in verse 13, then certain people, then certain of the people were so forward herein that they went to the king who gave them license to do after the ordinances of the heathen. Who are the heathen? Those of Chittim, those of Edom. Another reason why they took this out because they themselves were the Edomites. Whereupon they built a place of exercise at Jerusalem according to the custom of the heathens and made themselves uncircumcised and forsook the holy covenant and joined themselves to the heathen and were sold to much mischief. Were sold to do much mischief. Pay attention. Now when the kingdom was established before Antiochus, he thought to reign over Egypt that he might have dominion of two realms. Hmm. So they've already conquered Israel. Now they're going after Kemet. Now they're going after Egypt. Wherefore he entered into Egypt 
with a great multitude with chariots and elephants and horsemen and a great navy and made war against Ptolemy, king of Egypt. But Ptolemy was afraid of him and fled and many were wounded to death. Thus they got the strong cities in the land of Egypt and he took the spoils thereof. And after that same Antiochus had smitten Egypt, he returned again in the hundred and forty and third year and went up against Israel and Jerusalem with a great multitude and entered proudly into the sanctuary and took away the golden altar and the candlestick of light and all the vessels thereof and the table of the showbread and the pouring vessels and its vials and the vials and the censers of gold and the veil and the crown and the golden ornaments that were before the temple, all which he pulled off. He took also the silver and the gold and the precious vessels. Also, he took the hidden treasures, which he found. And when he had taken all away and went into his, he went into his own land, having made a great massacre and spoken very proudly. Therefore, there was great mourning in Israel, in every place where they were. There was a great mourning in Israel. Thanks to those wicked men that persuaded many to go into covenant with the heathen. And look what the heathen turn around and do to their people to our people look how could you excuse me I'm sorry how could you join your faith how could you come into covenant with a people that since the dawn of time since their origin have done nothing but enslaved hurt betrayed tricked abused raped your people Oh, but I want to be in that number. Do ya? <sighs> so that the princes and the elders mourned, the virgins and the young men were made feeble, and the beauty of women was changed. Every bridegroom took up lamentation, and she sat in her marriage chamber with much heaviness. The land also was moved for the inhabitants thereof, and all the house of Jacob was covered with confusion. And after two years fully expired, the king sent his chief collector of tribute unto the cities of Judah, who came unto Jerusalem with a great multitude, and spake peaceable words unto them. But all was deceit. Again, they spake peaceable words unto them, but all was deceit. For when they had given them credence, he fell suddenly upon the city and smote it very sore and destroyed much people of Israel. These are the roots of Christianity. 
And when he had taken the spoils of the city, he set it on fire and pulled down the houses and the walls thereof on every side. But the women and children took they captive and possessed the cattle. They built up the city of David with great and strong walls, with mighty towers, and made it a stronghold for themselves. And they put therein a sinful nation, wicked men, and fortified themselves therein. They stored it also with armor, with armor and vesticules. Victuals? Armor and victuals. Okay, I know what armor is, but you guys are going to go for a brief commercial break while I look up victuals. I feel like I kind of know what it is, but I all the way want to know what it is. BRB. Okay, family. So the word victuals means food or provisions. Something I probably should have already known, but it's all good, though. Every day we're learning something new. And now I just added a new word to my vocab. Anyway, back to the reading. And when they gathered their, and when they gathered together the spoils of Jerusalem, they laid them up there, so that they became a sore snare. For it was a place to lie in wait against the sanctuary and an evil adversary to Israel. Thus they shed innocent blood on every side of the sanctuary and defiled it insomuch that the inhabitants of Jerusalem fled because of them, whereupon the city was made an inhabitation of strangers and became strange to those that were born in her, and her own children left her. Did Yahuwah not warn them through the prophets that they would send a people from the north, a strong, treacherous people, from the north that had no regard to the young nor to the old and that he would send them to trample their city. Huh. Wonder why those northern people decided to canonize that out of the Bible. First Maccabees, Maccabees 1, verse 39. Her sanctuary was laid waste like a wilderness. Her feasts were turned into mourning, her Sabbaths into reproach, her honor into contempt. As had been her glory, so was her dishonor. And her excellency was turned into mourning. Moreover, King Antiochus wrote to this whole kingdom, to his whole kingdom, that all people... (laughs) Guys, pay attention. He wrote that all people should be one. King Antiochus wrote to his whole kingdom that all should be one. Everyone should leave his law. All the heathen agreed according to the commandment of the king. Everyone should leave his laws. Whose laws? The laws of Yahuwah. And become one unto what? Unto what? Unto the new leadership. Come on, y'all. To the heathen, pagan leaders. 
This was the beginning of the Christian church. Yea, many also of the Israelites consented to his religion and sacrificed unto idols and profaned the Sabbath. For the king had sent letters by messengers unto Jerusalem and the cities of Judah that they should follow the strange laws of the land. Listen, you guys. Because this is not named in the 66 books that the Pope and the Vatican and the papacies approved for you people to read, don't discredit it. Rely on the Holy Spirit. Pray on it. Fast about it. I have something to say in spirit and in truth. And what I'm saying right now comes from 1 Maccabees, verse 44. For the king had sent letters by messengers unto Jerusalem and the cities of Judah, that they should follow the strange laws of the land and forbid burnt offerings and sacrifice and drink offerings in the temple. And they should profane the Sabbaths and festival days and pollute the sanctuary and the holy people. Set up altars and groves and chapels of idols and sacrifice swine's flesh and unclean beasts. And don't charge us love y'all Christmas ham. Don't charge us love. Y'all New Year's pork shoulder. Hmm. Sacrifice swine, flesh, and unclean beasts that they should also leave their children uncircumcised and make their souls abominable with all manner of uncleanness and profanation. To the end, they might forget the law. To the end... That they might forget the law. What law? The laws given through Moses. The laws of Yahuwah. Why don't you guys open your eyes to see that the traditions and the customs that you guys celebrate right along with the Catholics, right along with the Pope are not the days to be honored by Yahuwah. They are not his days. They are not his ways, guys. Oh my goodness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, Yah, right now, in the name of Yahusha HaMashiach, the one that they know as Jesus Christ, open their eyes to this divine truth, Father, Yah. Open their eyes to the proof that is out there that there were those that worshipped a Christ before Yahusha was even born. Those that worship the deity Serapis, a Greek deity. They were called Christianos. They were called Christians, guys. They were called followers of the anointed one before 
the one that you know to be Jesus was even born. Y'all keep thinking that Yahusha's name was just transliterated. That is a trans lie. And nothing but the Ruach HaKodesh can give you guys revelation of this. All I can do is share. But I'm relying on the eye opener. So in the name of Yahusha HaMashiach, Father, again, I ask for divine revelation and eye opening upon the publishing of this podcast. Verse 50, no, verse 49. To the end, they might forget the law and change all the ordinances. And whosoever would not do according to the commandment of the king, he said, should die. In the selfsame manner wrote he to his whole kingdom and appointed overseers over all the people, commanding the cities of Judah to sacrifice city by city. Then many of the people were gathered unto them to wit everyone that forsook the law. And so they committed evils in the land. And drove the Israelites into secret places, even whosoever they could flee for secure, for succor. Succor. This means shelter. This is why you may not see me celebrate Easter or Christmas. But sometimes if you're on my Facebook page, you'll you'll see a post saying happy Sukkot. Hmm. And all of that getting good understanding, guys. Okay. The ways of Yahuwah are not the ways and the customs that are being observed by our people. His ways are higher than their ways. So at this time, the Israelites were dwelling in secret places. Now the 15th day of the month, Sasleu. Okay, so guys, I'm going to just hit you up with another commercial because now I need to look up this new word um, because like I said, in all of that getting, get understanding and you must study to show yourselves approved. Hallelujah. So I'm going to find out what month this was. Okay. And I'll be back. I'm reading in one Maccabee. Verse 54. B-R-B. Okay, family. So I found some information. And the word is actually Kislev or Chislu. Okay. And it says here in the King James Bible is the third month. It is the third month of the civil year and the ninth month of the ecclesiastical year on the Hebrew calendar. In the Babylonian calendar, uh, its name was Ara Kislemu. Okay, I'm still reading, I'm still digging, I'm still searching to find out what month that that lines up to. All right. Um, and that would actually fall in between like November, December. Okay. So here we go. Back to the verses. <laughs> So back again uh, at 1st Maccabee chapter 1 verse 54. Now the 15th day of the month Kislev 
In the 145th year, they set up the abomination of desolation upon the altar and built idol altars throughout the cities of Yehuda on every side. And burnt incense at the doors of the houses and in the streets. And when they had rent in pieces the sephirim of the Torah, which they found, they burnt them with fire. And whosoever was found with any sephir of the covenant, or if any committed to the Torah, the king's commandment was that they should be put to death. Thus did they by their authority unto Yasharel every month, to as many as were found in the cities. Now the five and twentieth day of the month did they sacrifice upon the altar, which was upon the altar of Elohim, on the twenty-fifth of Kislev, right? And I told you guys that that falls somewhere between um, November, December-ish, okay? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. At which time, according to the commandment, they put to death certain women that had caused their children to be circumcised. And they hanged the infants by their necks and rifled their houses and slew them that had been circumcised and slew them that had circumcised them. Family, the, this is the beginning of the religion that came from the Greeks. Now their ways were being forced upon the Israelites. And those who did not follow after their ways were murdered. This is the beginning of Catholicism. Which is the mother of your religion. You faithful Christian. You devout Baptist. You look foolish. To be able to hear the origin of these people. What they did to your people. And you still like Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You look foolish. And you will be dealt with. If you do not come out of darkness. And come into the light of the truth. You will be dealt with. Right with the heathen. Okay. Anyway. Verse 61. And they hanged the infants about their necks. And rifled their houses. And slew them that had circumcised them. Howbeit many in Yashael were fully resolved and confirmed in themselves not to eat any unclean thing. Wherefore, the rather to die, that they might not be defiled with meats, and that they might not profane the holy covenant. So then they died. And there was very great wrath. Upon Yashar'el. Family, that is the end of 1 Maccabees chapter 1. I need y'all to understand that this is black history. This is true history, people. This is what was taking place in Jerusalem, in Israel. And about 325 BC, somewhere around that time, it was BC, it was the BC era. This was before Yahushua HaMashiach 
Okay? So I need y'all to understand that by the time Yahushua HaMashiach was born, they were already, Israel was already being ran by the Romans. Okay? King Herod was a Greek convert. Okay? So when Yahushua HaMashiach, black behind from Nazareth, the poorest part of Israel, when he came up saying who he was and who the father was and who the father was in him, okay? Those Romans and those Greeks and those wicked-hearted black Israelites, they did what they did to Messiah. Because they was already evil. They was evil when he knew their hearts and he came and he told them about themselves. Today, right now, we still have evil, wicked-hearted black Israelites that are still following after the heathen and pagan traditions. You will know them by their fruit. They will either come out or stay in. And if they stay in, then you know who they are and whose they are. But if they come out and they repent from their Babylonian ways of celebrating Easter and Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving and dressing their children up on uh, the God-forsaken Halloween. When they come out and when they repent of those things, then you know who they are and whose they are. Hallelujah. So right now, if you are listening to this podcast and you have resolved within yourself to stay in your Christianity, stay in your paganism, then know that you're being judged. Do you hear me? Today, right now and today, Judgment has gone out against you for not resolving in yourself to choose the Elohim of Yashael, to choose the father of Yahushua HaMashiach, not the daddy of Jesus Christ. Then you're judged today unfaithful, unholy, unsanctified, and he don't know you. Anchor listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're tuning in on Spotify, Breaker, Reason, I thank you so much for tuning in. And know that I love you. And the Most High loves you. But he will not tolerate insubordination any longer from his chosen ones. Shalom.